You are listening to a Bravo Cast Network production. Talk Garage. Episode 7, Season 3. Work, Life, Unbalance. Chin again. Chin chin, motherfuckers. Oh, that's good shit. Oh. So you're alive, right? Yes. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Just waiting for for Dan to clue in. How to know when it goes from casual to a problem. I don't know when to stay from casual to a problem. <laughs> I was listening to I was listening to a podcast today on my way home or on my way to work. And I don't I don't know why. I don't know how, but they started talking about um uh, no, not that. <laughs> Shit. Uh kink shaming and like kinks versus fetishes versus preference. And it was just fucking hilarious. Say those choices again. What what a, what's the difference between a kink, a fetish, and a preference? Like what the difference is. What is the difference? A kink is a kink. It's just something that you like or whatever. So a preference uh, yeah. is something that you like happening. So you like you like having that happen, uh, but it's not a requirement for you to. Like fuck get off. or get off or anything. A fetish is something where it is required to happen for you to get off. So like some guy might have. I don't like, know about that one. So, so like you like no. I I read the like <laughs> they actually went online <laughs> and they found like the actual definition of a fetish. It was weird. Welcome everybody <laughs> to tonight's <laughs> random sex talk. <laughs> With your host, Doctor Drew Pinsky. <laughs> I was gonna say Doctor Denim Daddy. <laughs> I was gonna say Denim Doctor, Daddy too. Doctor Denim Daddy. You got Triple D here, Doctor Denim Daddy. Who's your Denim Daddy? Welcome Ooh. everyone to the Random Talk Garage. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. We can't uh-huh. use we can't use that title again though. <laughs> no, we can't. Who's your da- Denim Daddy too? <laughs> So, Chris, what were you uh, listening to or were you uh, reading? Pot, no, it was, was a pot- Was it a scholarly journal that you were reading? <laughs> yeah, it came from the New York Times. Oh, yeah. uh, no, no, it was a podcast. It was the Two Bears, One Cave pod. There's a fucking cable wrapped around my foot, and if I move, I, I was going to tear everything out. Um, uh, Two Bears, One Cave podcast with uh, Brent Chrysler and Tom Segura. Yeah. Nobody calls him by his actual name. Burt Kreischer, the machine. <laughs> but uh, no, it's a funny podcast. It was funny. Two, do- funny. two doctors from Oxford, Ohio. <laughs> One's from Florida. <laughs> oh, that's that, a, that says a lot right there. That explains it all. That explains a lot. 
all of it. Florida. But uh, no, it was fu- it was funny. It was like preference versus fetish. So what do they mainly talk about? Oh god, that was harsh. Whew. What do they talk about? Yeah, I mean their podcast is they just are they all over the place too? Whatever. Yeah, they're kind of all yeah. over the place. Right, it's just they talk about whatever. Like they used to live in the same city, mm-hmm. in the same state, uh, but now Tom lives in uh, Austin, and Texas. Yeah, everybody's moving to Texas, everyone's man. Holy Texas. shit! Everyone's moving yeah. to Austin. Fuck! It's a boom, booming city right now. They're all following Rogan. Yeah, pretty much. There's been a few that have already been there that aren't from Austin, but a whole bunch. Once Rogan said he was moving out of there. Out of LA. A whole flux of people a just whole followed. Bunch of people just fucked off. Yeah, high name people. Yeah. But um what's his face? Post Malone, I think he lives in Utah. Well, that makes, a, that's not surprising. He's got a shit ton of property out in Utah. Yeah, it's not just surprising. Like, Fuck it. Yeah, there's a lot of people. I think doesn't um Kanye West have a huge he owns like half the state? Wyoming. Is it Wyoming? I think so. Yeah. I yeah. could be wrong. No, it sounds about right. You could see Wyoming. Montana, Wyoming, I, I want to go to Wyoming. I have to go there once. I watched a show. <laughs> so that, that inspired in you? <laughs> and I was just like, bro. Yeah, but I've seen a whole bunch of TikToks, too, of people from that were in Wyoming. And that. What's in Wyoming? Well, apparently Kanye West is selling his ranch in Wyoming. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How many acres? For uh, subdivision, for, does he have to pay the alimony? Maybe. <laughs> I see two different prices here. Actually, she's worth more than him. I think eleven million and fourteen million. I'm not sure which one it's going for. That's it. Twelve and a half. So you, either property's cheaper. He doesn't have that much property. Property's cheap. It's fifty-two thousand square foot home. Yeah, no, fifty-two thousand. Yeah, square and ten thousand square foot underground garage. Yeah. Wow. No property in the middle of but fuck nowhere. Wyoming. So he's yeah. probably no wonder it's so cheap. No one wants to go there. Got like six thousand acres. If he has a ranch, he's got a shit ton of property out there. That's not a. That's not like that much. Six thousand, ten thousand acres. No, it's it's not, not, it, it not literally enough. looks like that. I'm sorry, everybody yeah. that can't see. That's like a little city. Yeah. No. Fuck. It's a, it's a little, Ran- well, ranches are the sizes of like subdivisions. It's a cove. Time. No, I mean to like just the house. Oh yeah, no, it's a fucking disaster. <laughs> he's got his own fucking lake there. Screw a pond. He has a lake. Yeah. I wonder how many times he actually went there. Probably a handful of times. Yeah. Or if you, if he, I heard uh, that he stayed there for COVID when he had it. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was his like secluded. uh, That was his quarantine isolation. (laughs) Yeah, because it's probably a three mile driveway. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? Fourteen hundred acres. I bet you Kim has been there maybe once. Probably wasn't allowed. Twice. <laughs> She's not, she wasn't allowed. allowed That's where he had his breakdown, probably. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Latest. Latest? The one before the divorce. Disaster. So apparently it used to be listed as six separate parcels of land, and he bought them all and then built everything on it. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Probably all empty parcels of land anyways. Yeah. You probably just wanted to make sure that no one built around, like yeah. right beside him. Yeah, yeah, I'd do that. I mean, I gotta give it to these celebrities, 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 celebrities. Well, I gotta give it to the celebrities. Why you gotta give it to them um, for? They work hard, man. They have an absolute shit work-life balance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all work, no it's play. It's all work. Well, I mean. It's play, but at the even same, their they play, play is like, work because they know they're being watched all the time. Exactly, yeah. they're always working. So even when they're trying to do something just for pure enjoyment, it's work for them. There's no off for them, no, unless it's behind closed doors and no windows. And how often is that going to happen? Unless they have a complete and utter fucking breakdown and buy a subdivision worth of land. <laughs> and all the ones that try to do things shady and behind closed doors end up getting caught doing these things. On no matter TMZ. what, yeah, like yeah, they uh, get finked out on. TMZ, like the CIA, his you know. uh, his stepbrother in law, whatever you want to call him, there, uh, Tristan, that just got caught with uh, the fitness instructor he's having a baby with. Who? Chloe's 
ex Kim Kardashian sister Chloe. Yeah. yeah. The the basketball oh, guy that, that guy, she's yeah. with that has the 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 kid with. Tristan Thompson, he's the guy yeah, here. He's from Canada. He's the guy from Toronto. Isn't he the guy that was caught in a uh, uh, brothel, a, ra- a bunny ranch or something? Probably. Yeah, he's done other promiscuous stuff in the past. And uh, anyway, so he's now. And he had a drug problem. Did he? Probably. If it's the I mean, guy that I'm thinking of. I don't think of. that he stopped. <laughs> NBA <laughs> really has some loose rules. It's not a problem when you identify it as a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, can't can't fault you on that. No, but yeah, he um, he's having a baby with his like personal trainer now, and like it all came out. Like I'm saying, like if you don't, you want to keep these things behind closed doors. He probably has a burner phone and a whole deal. Oh, but he's yeah. still getting caught, like getting in and out of hotels. It's like the fucking mafia, man. Holy shit! You got burner phones. And... Well, you got to figure they do. They probably My have God. like two or three different phones. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, one oh, yeah. one number is strictly for like NBA work related. Yeah whatever like you know yeah. the team's gonna call the guy and then another one's for the hose and then another one maybe for the wife dan's got four phones alone <laughs> that's how it used to be anyways yeah i gotta carry i, I gotta like carry anymore. two phones too now well now they you, have... you remember my life with two phones yeah I hated it well now your phone yeah but you would the... juggle them pretty good yeah i might i might have to go back to that lifestyle dude i, I had when i had it worked for you i hated having the two phones it was just a nuisance. It felt like I was walking around with a brick. Well, I just said, fuck it. Like, I put took... an elastic band around both of them so you don't remember to bring them with you. I took one phone. They face out on both sides. <laughs> I took one phone. I forwarded it to my actual cell. And I just said, fuck it. And then I looked at it like every every day I would just look at it to see if I missed any messages. Mm. That's it. Any text messages, I would just respond to them. You never brought it to work. If this is the phone I'm thinking of. No, I brought it to work. No, you didn't. Yeah, you did. were like twice. No. I Joe, always, put email on this, and then I never saw it for I like always, six months. I always brought it to work. I just ended up saying fuck it and used it to play Spotify all the time in the office. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you did have it upstairs, yeah. and then that was it. <laughs> and I left so it was, there. That was your work-life balance? That was that work-life balance was fucking utter bullshit. That was fucking. There, yeah, there was no balance back then. <laughs> no barely any yeah that, that was a teeter-totter with a fat kid on one side oh yeah that's what but, that I mean, was i know that you're asking about work-life balance but i mean the way i look at it is there's societal rules and expectations and then there's the expectations that people put on themselves yeah no there is like look at what was it back in the day mad men work li- i mean that i wouldn't say that would be work-life balance that was more like work drink balance <laughs> work drink fuck balance let's be honest that was work work drink uh fuck the secretary balance uh, that shit's hard to come by nowadays man that like the balance in the general drinking or the fucking the all of it all of it all of it yeah yeah it's hard because as dan said you got to uh you got to fight with what society thinks and what your company thinks and then you got to fight with what you want to put out too right there's there's one good thing about working for a corporate entity. They're big on they're, making sure you don't burn out. Too they're quick. they're big on making sure they don't touch you when it's your day off. Yeah, like they tell me, we're not going to message you. Yeah, we don't we don't even care if your phone's on or off. It's your day off. There's yeah. no emergency. Yeah. Shit will happen. Well, you know, we'll fix it in it's two days. Your day off. Yeah. Right. Like I remember I remember when I was at um the coffee shop and my manager said, Listen, if something's up, uh you gotta let me know when we're working together on the same we're on the floor or yeah. when I'm at least when I'm working. Yeah. She's like, If if I'm working and you're not working and you're not gonna see me when we're both working at the same time and you have five minutes to come in while I'm working, yeah. We'll talk about it yeah. and we'll figure it out. Otherwise, if I'm not on the floor or I'm not in the building, don't message me. Yeah. And that was from like the higher ups. They said, we got to talk about work when I'm at work. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, okay, that's cool. Then if you need me for something and I'm not in the building, don't message me. Well, yeah. And to bounce off that corporations are always identified as as slow as molasses and you never get anything done yeah you don't appreciate 
how what slow is until you're in floating on the molasses. Yeah. Because, you know, if it doesn't get done today, okay, when you're back. Yeah. That's all right. No, but I it's remember. your day off. We'll, you know, we'll talk about it next week. That's what I said. That's what I said to my boss. I said, listen, if you guys are short-staffed and you think you're going to message me to come yeah. in and cover a shift. Yeah. Sorry, it's my day off. I'm not answering my phone, just like yeah. you're not answering your phone on your day off. Yeah, I, 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 I told my manager, yeah, you know, you know, give me a shout tomorrow, whatever. He's like, no, it's your day off. I'll talk to you in two days. That's all right. Yeah. Nothing. There's no fire. No fire. Yeah. That's small business-minded uh, people, though. They they need everything right away, right? Everything's yeah. dependent on that to make or break. Yeah, it's always yeah. a hustle, though. That's why. That, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Any little thing could be a make or break for that small business. Yeah. Like, but that's the thing. Like I work, I work for, I mean, I work for a small business now and come like the spring, summer and fall schedule. Mm -hmm. My, my days are Monday to Friday. Something's up. Yeah. That's when they talk to me. Even if I'm done for the day. So they will not contact you on a Saturday afternoon. Chris, Chris, where's the wrench? Unless, unless it's a dire situation, yeah, they generally won't message me unless it's a dire situation. That's good, right? Because the only time you you gets you're in that kind of environment is when they're like a corporation that the yeah. labor board is always watching. Well, you. that's the thing. Like, I mean, for for my job, like it's, I mean, it's physically demanding, and the hours are. You know, some days the hours are long. And yeah. So you get home at the end of the day and you got to take care of your shit. You have Saturday and Sunday off. You got to take care of your shit. Yeah. Right. Come the winter, it's a different story because I'm I'm on call seven days a week. Yeah. You're yeah, you're you're a victim of whatever the weather is. Yeah. So I remember last year it was uh, it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday. And I think. And they messaged me. Uh, they messaged me and they were, or they called me at like three o'clock in the morning. And I answer, I'm like, yeah, what's up? They're like, it's snowing over here. Can you, can you look outside your house and see what it's like mm-hmm. over there? And I looked and I was like, I'm like, we haven't gotten anything yet. It's like minimal. Yeah. Like, okay, we'll, we'll message the group like later on at like eight o'clock just to go out. But that's understood that that, there are certain situations that we need to contact you in the winter time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They'll message us. You could get a call at 2 a.m. Okay, Chris, you got to go out and get this done. Well, that's the thing. They'll message us the night before and say, Hey, keep your phones on. There's a war. Yeah. They're calling for this. So we may call you at two o'clock in the morning. They get forewarning when they know that something might happen. If you don't, if you don't get a call at two o'clock, then you know, either you're not working or we're going to go out later on. In yeah, the yeah. So be at the shop for eight o'clock. Oh, okay. To go out, which works. It's that's nice. fair. That's a good, but that's a that's fair. balance. Yeah, that's fair. For a small business, that's very fair. Oh, it is. Because, well, they're understanding. I mean, my boss has been doing it for like 30 some odd years. Okay. Do you like what they did in Portugal? What did they do? They made it illegal for your boss to text you after work hours. Wow. Punishable by what? Just a fine? I don't know. Maybe a, a hand slap. I really don't know. That's a good question. Wasn't it? Isn't there another European? Um, Got to be a fine. A European city or a country that has like a forty work week. Yeah, Den's all over that. Yeah, it was Spain, right? <laughs> yeah, there was a couple of them. I think even Australia was trying. Something. Yeah, there's say, there's a there, there, like... there's more than one country now that's either considering it or they have uh, test areas that well, they're doing it. Wasn't it like Nor- Norway or something or Switzerland? No, it was I think it was Spain. I think that. When Dan talked about it last, I think it was Spain. Yeah. No, I know he was saying Spain, but I'm pretty sure there was another one. Another one? I don't know. Maybe New Zealand? They're pretty progressive. Yeah. Either way, I mean... Yeah, that New Zealand, that, that European nation? Yeah, that European... No, another I was country. That, <laughs> I'm not going to This guy's the geography right master. Geology. Hey, I passed geometry <laughs> real quick. Hey, Google. Which country has a four-day work week? The Gambia. Oh, public officials. No fuck shit. off. Public officials. <laughs> Everybody Wait. else, fuck you. you Hang on a second. Public week. officials have actually have to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> Four day work week. For real. But um They're in session like once a month. Yeah. 
Well, that's for like eight hours a day. So, so we have a half a day work week in Canada for public officials. Officially. Yeah. How many times do you see them in uh, in chambers? <sighs> Once a know. week? But, um, no, I really think that work, like, you got to take the time you need when you need it. Well, like I was saying, it's it's going to be what society is expecting from you, but also what you're putting on yourself. Like you got to make those decisions. Work-life balance is something that you need to understand that you want. It's still like, we're still a free country as free as it's going to be. Yeah. Right. So you can choose the employment that you would like to work in. Yeah. Right. And now if you don't get that job, that's a different story, but I mean, you can choose what you want to do. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. But like when, when it gets down to it, like if, if I'm, Apply, let's say I'm applying for a job and it's a full-time position or whatever. And I say, okay, listen, here's the deal. Um, and they say, oh, yeah, you can not set your own schedule, but we're flexible with your schedule and, and you know your, your personal life. If I tell a company, hey, listen, I'll work for you Monday to Friday, but I want every other or every third Friday, Saturday, Sunday off and – you know, my working hours are from 9 to 5. At 5.01, I'm out of the building. If you call me, I'm not answering. And the company says no. Then are you as a person asking for too much from your company? Or is your company unwilling to compromise and they want more from you? Regardless of what your pay is and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that is that? Am I asking too much for my company to say I want every third Friday off? Yes. <laughs> depends I mean, on the job role depends yeah. on the responsibilities you have you know what i mean like if you ask for every third friday off but friday is like the busiest day for that company to earn like money and bring in revenue let's say if they're a retailer okay then, yeah it's unreasonable to ask for that off is, wouldn't that be the case 100 for on, but, taking their side yes i that would i would agree but with. as i said if the company is not willing to compromise at all what if they say, okay, instead of having Friday, you can have every third Monday off? I don't have to hire you. Right? But that's also the other, uh, end, no, other end of it. You know what I mean? 100%. The thing is, is that people find themselves in situations all the time where they need to work. And yeah. they will say whatever they need to do to get the job, to get yeah. a paycheck. And then it comes and down to And then all of a sudden, it. after that, they realize, shit, I got to do all of this now. And they don't like it, but they're like, yeah. well, I've already accepted the terms. Yeah, and then they try and finesse out, out of it. Exactly. People don't come to the table when they're trying to get a job. Yeah, but don't you think that the environment's changed a little bit right now? Well, well 100% the environment's changed. Like yeah. COVID changed a lot of things. Yeah. So and I, even yeah. the government here, especially in Ontario, they've just released uh, news about changing the rules about that as well. Yeah, I think the labor market has a upper hand, more of an upper hand than they had in the, they've had well, in the past. The, I don't the labor market in what sense people like the people have labor, more power like the pe- laborers the, the the companies that are looking for people to work are scrambling and dying oh, for people 50 percent. and either people are are saying no or they're demanding what they want just take yeah. amazon for example uh, two years ago amazon was uh had a sign-on bonus of like fifteen hundred dollars uh you can pick your shift day or night so a, a, a graveyard shift or during the day, and they most likely gave you the graveyard shift because everybody that has seniority has taken the day shifts. Yeah. And you Although, you got to work 10 hours a day, and you're literally walking like 30, 40 kilometers oh, yeah. a day in those ginormous warehouses. Yeah. Now, I just heard a commercial a couple of days ago where Amazon is paying out five grand up front. Yeah. And it used to be over a period of time they'd give you this fifteen hundred dollars. Uh, you know, you stay three months, you get, you, you get it. Now they're paying five grand up front, yeah. And you choose the schedule you want, and you can have flex hours where you can come in from Monday to Thursday, and you have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off yeah. if you want. Like they're dying for people. Well, they're taking advantage of the money that the government is giving by hiring new probably, people. Probably, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And they're putting that and saying, we'll just give it right back to the people because it's really not changing any of our bottom line. We need to in- incentivize an employee to come to work no. for us. And this is the only way we know how. Let's just give them the free money that or we're that's, getting Or anyway. this is the only way we can. This is the only option we have because yeah. we can't offer what everybody wants. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. So yeah. it, their companies are scrambling now. Scrambling. You can see it. And people are picking and choosing. Yeah. But that's like another part of this too. The the conversation is is like if if you work for a corporate company who has like, you know, contracted, you know, vacation days and sick days yeah, and all of that. Yeah, it's all cookie you know, cutter. They all have, yeah. You're good. You're good to go. You yeah. can take a, a mental health day and a yep. whatever day yep. and you're fine. Yep. But what about the poor schmuck who doesn't have one of those? Who What about them? They only get paid what about them? If, if if I go to, I'm saying a hypothetical, not my current job, but a job where I said, hey, I'm dealing with a lot of stress from this from this job. Yeah. I need to take off a few days to recover mentally. And they say, and they, and say, they say, no, no, I can't do that for you. Well, then that's the situation you're in. Do you quit on the spot and find another place? Uh, personally, you, I wouldn't, but. Do you go in anyways and fuck your mind up even more or do you just call in well it all depends on the situation the situation you're in can you afford to quit can you afford to stand your ground and and take the repercussions if you stay home when you're told not to true but okay let's say let's say let's say i could let's say i could afford to take off a couple of days okay right so you're saying like an hourly worker that wants to take off a couple of non-paid days. Yeah. Just a, okay. just a couple of days. Yeah. Regardless if I have vacation time where I can say, hey, pay me out vacation time. Non-vacation time. Or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? And my company says, no, you're not allowed to take off this time because we need you here. Okay. But you are just suffering mentally. Would you, Okay. Here's the question. Would you right? quit? Would I quit? Based on and my that. company said no. Yeah. Regardless if I like the job or not. Yeah. Okay. I would quit. Because for me, my mental health and my ability to actually do my job okay. with a clear and sound mind is more important than whether or not I can or cannot show up to do that job. And okay. if Okay, so you're basing your answer on the fact uh, on the basis of your current financial situation. Where you think you'd be able to afford no, I wouldn't even, to, or you wouldn't care. You'd do it regardless. I would do personally for me. I would do it regardless. So if you had a mortgage, two kids, a car payment, you'd still quit because you couldn't get those two mental health days. I'm just being devil's not, advocate. Not, it all depends no, on the situation. You, no, I, I know it you all are. depends I'm, on the situation. I'm, I'm fine with that. If I had some whatever job, yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. I would, I would quit, no problem. That, but every hey. every person gets two paid sick days. Two? Two. A year? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Okay, standard, so what if I standard in Ontario? What if less. I what if I use my two sick days already? Well then you can work into your unpaid sick days that your company. What if I don't have un, unpaid sick days? Then what do you need? What if what if what if my job was I get paid for when I clock in and from clock in to clock out, I get paid. Okay. Otherwise, that's it. No sick days, no vacation. Like, okay, vacation days. Okay, yeah. well, pull, pull up a chair. I'll be Dr. Dan. What do you need? <laughs> Tell me what you need. Do you need Do you need money or do you need time off? For me be, to be able to make money, I need to have some time off. For you to make money, you need time off? For me to be able but to, to come if you get time back, off, you won't get paid. No, but for me to come back and work to my full potential and make money, I need to have three or four days off to recover mentally because I just have a lot of stress and anxiety from work. See, then you probably should um, see a therapist. And do you have any benefits? I already have. I already have a therapist. I have a bottle already. Yeah. I already, okay. Let's just say I already have a therapist. You have it. You're seeing a therapist. Okay. Yeah. So then uh, you, not, you have to talk to your therapist because your therapist can write you a prescription for um taking those anxiety days okay. and then uh, using that with um, like WSIB. 
Okay, so let's say I don't you get have... Eight, you can get 80% of your salary through let's, WSIB. Let's say so that'd be like a short-term... Like mental days because you are seeing a therapist and you're having trouble with performing your duties. But okay. it also kind of needs to be work-related stress. Like, it can't just be no, I'm not my saying girlfriend... Because... Like, no, no, know, no, no. I'm me. saying yeah. I'm saying specifically work work related stress. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm talking specifically work related stress. So let's say I don't have a therapist, but there's no time for me to find a therapist right now mm-hmm. in order to see a therapist and for them to prescribe me time off. Do you have any family or friends you could take a loan from? Probably. Then that that would be your best route. Okay, so, so and you're you in the interim until you find a new job, but because your job isn't going to work for you if you're yeah. having stress-related anxiety. Yeah, uh, I would say that if you're at the point where your job is causing that much stress, yeah. and you need to get away, and they're not giving it to you, that's a red flag. Just yeah. fuck right off. Yeah, yeah. just fu- you have to find. In a new that job. situation, I would say yeah. that that's the right decision to make. Really? Fuck, fuck the monetary problems that's going to yeah. come. You're gonna be you're gonna be financially um, like handcuffed, regardless, because it's either you're in a tough position where you feel like you have to work but you can't work, or you're not working and you're taking EI or WSIP yeah. and you're in the middle of that shit anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So either way, financially you're in the same boat. Do you want to be mentally incapacitated, or do you want to be on the road of recovery and finding something new and trying to open new doors and exactly. starting a new path and going? to new opportunities that might be you know the grass might be greener yeah and, and you can give it a shot right no, no, if you don't I, try yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. new then you'll never know if you can succeed of course no of course no i understand that. i'm just saying like because i know <clears throat> i know a handful of people that have you know their their various mental health issues right everybody's suffering and right now. no everybody is. everybody is but i mean these are pre-existing from covid before covid uh, you know what issues, right and there's a lot of people too, that anyways. were hiding their mental health issues before oh, covid yeah. and yeah. it's called alcoholism yeah. drug abuse and covid just exacerbated it depression <laughs> yeah they brought it out from under the rock oh, yeah it did you know but um no i know i know fetish <laughs> kink <laughs> everybody's got their thing right <laughs> it's just it, it it's it comes out in different ways at different times yeah everyone has their own coping when you're when you're dealing too, in a right? in a world changing event a historical event a once in a lifetime thing like what we're all hope. dealing with now it it changes everybody yeah but um yeah no i know i have uh, i have a couple people that i know that you know, they say, hey, I'm, I'm really stressed from work and I'm really, you know, pressured with this and a lot of anxiety from this and yada, 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 work-related, yada, 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 right? That's how the conversation went. Yada, yada, work-related, yada, yada. Um, and so I said, technical. well, you need to tell your supervisor that you need to take time off. You, you're either going to not be able to produce what you need to produce or you're going to make mistakes and it's going to affect affect your production or you're going to make a mistake and hurt yourself or someone else because you're just not in the zone for it. And what's been the outcome? And their response was, I can't. It's too busy. And I said, well, you can because it's your health and your safety. Yeah. And, you know, you that you need to take care of. And their response was... I can't, it's too busy, they won't be able. And I said, well, you know what? You're one person with one body. They're one company who can hire anybody. So you need to take the time to recover for yourself. So that person's not really working for themselves. They're working for they're working the company. for the company, but they're working because... They don't identify as an individual. They identify themselves as a cog in the wheel yeah. that they're spinning and in. And well, they, they think that the company will not be able i mean granted talking to them with past experience like talking to them about past experiences and situations that have happened at the company when they're not there it is a fucking shitstorm and next to nothing happens properly or when it should well then that seems like a person that has a great amount of value in that company exactly so that company I don't know listen. what if what it should. Yeah. It should be that person should approach the company and say, "Look, yeah. you're you're gonna crumble without me. Okay, you'll replace me, but it's gonna be hard. Yeah, you know, I need this in order for me to stay here. 
or else I I can't stay here and, and you're going to suffer for it. Yeah. So either take a small hit or take a bigger hit. Yeah. And to see like to see the amount of anxiety on that person's face and like, you know, you talk to him throughout the day and it's like, hey, how's work? And it's like, oh, it was real busy or it was like this or it was a fucking disaster. And I have stress and I have anxiety from this right now because there's uh, X amount of orders that are coming in and we only have this many people and this person's not doing their job properly. And then, you know, it's, you know, whatever o'clock at night and they're about to go to bed and it's like, I can't sleep because I'm thinking about work right now and it's fucking up my sleep schedule and it's giving me anxiety or it's like fucking Saturday afternoon and it's their day off and they're getting messages from coworkers and their bosses saying, Hey, did this happen? Or what, what about this and all that? It's like, I, I tell that person, listen, it's your fucking day off. Yeah. Don't answer your phone when it's work. I've been there. Yeah. I know. Unless the building. I sympathize. You, I've, I've been there, man. Right? No. No? Obviously not. So Ontario has put in a law now. It's called, uh, it, honestly, it's probably the stupidest name that they've ever uh, It's not a together. surprise. The Working for Workers Act. Working for Workers. Yeah. Because uh, please the, tell me it says WFW po- for <laughs> an acronym. No, it doesn't. Uh, but <laughs> thank God. But it's uh, it, it's I think that politicians are working on this plan for the workers. So it's I think it's that's why they put it. Together. Yeah, yeah, no, the I, working for workers act or what might work for the. So workers. what's this supposed to? What's this? So supposed the to be titles about? for themselves. Really, I think it's just a pat on the back. <laughs> yeah. Um, so part of it is that if the Ontario business has 25 employees or more, they okay. need to have a written policy in place that is about work-life balance that ensures that their employees are disconnecting after work. Okay. So yeah, and that is a policy that needs to be in there. So, but why 25? Because a small business would be considered 25 employees or less. Okay. Or 24, under, like whatever, under 25. Okay. So small businesses, because... Um, what we just mentioned uh, with a small business, uh, each person might have a very, very important role. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to say or multiple have, roles or, and then, and yeah, and each, each person might have multiple job roles. Yeah. It's really hard to mandate that they have a written policy to disconnect because it would really handcuff small businesses from succeeding when a, a small business in order to become a big business, you have to work. 24 hours you have to be connected you have to be available you have to be not taking vacation in order to grow you have to put in that hard that hard time yeah yeah so that's why they they've made that cutoff and it's not like they just went and picked a number that number is just a different classification in the tax code or whatever they have yeah but that's for small businesses from statistics and everything else i I understand that okay so what if what if it's the end of my work week and I go to my employer and I say, hey, listen, I've had a pretty stressful you know, couple of weeks and this weekend, um, unless the building's on fire or someone's dying and you need me to do something, I'm not answering the phone if you message me or call me. I don't find that unreasonable at all. It, again, it's all circumstantial. Like I look at it like, who's your supervisor? Is he the owner or is he just a manager? It's the uh, owner is the business operating on during these off hours and you're a shift worker and then you might be called in to replace someone else on another shift yeah or is it where you're running a business and it literally is shut down or is it a modern day company where it's an e-commerce that never shuts down and even though you're off you're still connected okay, to so your job i'm gonna play it's, it's circumstantial it's really I'm gonna hard play, for me I'm to gonna play devil's advocate because i'm gonna side on the side of uh the law the rule the business the ethics more than I will with compassion for an employer or sorry for the employee, mostly because I know how people are. And I always side on the fact that you got to manage your own shit. And if you can't manage your own shit and talk to your supervisor, and but talk I am, to your manager, I, no, but I am managing my own shit by saying, Hey, don't, listen, don't get defensive. I'm talking I'm about hypothetical, hypothetical guy over here. Defensive. Not you. No. I'm saying I side on the side of like, the rules are in place for a hypothetical. You're taking this very personally. <laughs> you got really high pitched. <laughs> <laughs> there there goes the gone. gain on that one. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, everybody you have to understand take a, that. Take a breath. <laughs> you you are agreeing to work that job. You have to have an understanding with your 
employer and with the manager you have. If you have a poor relationship with your employer or with your manager, to be honest, that's on you. Like you have all of the right to make that relationship good, strong, communicative yeah. and and make them know that you have a work-life balance goal in mind and that the only way that you can reach that goal is if they help you to focus on work when you're at work and the fuck off when you are at home. Okay, so that has to be communicated up front. If you can't just pull that card whenever you feel like it because you're having a shit week. It, that's not how it works. I'm not pulling the card out of my ass just because I feel like it. Okay, so let's say okay, let's take let's take this uh, example. I worked for I worked for a bakery that was open 7 days a week. My off day was Sunday and Monday, right? That was your weekend. That was my weekend. Those were my two days off. Mm -hmm. And on Saturday, before my boss left for the day, because I was closing up, I said, hey, listen, it's been a bit of a bitch week, all in all. Like, he experienced it too. I said, Sunday and Monday, I'm disconnecting from my phone. Mm -hmm. Uh, If something comes up, like, you know... I told him, I said, unless it's a dire situation where I'm the only person who has the solution for it, if you call me or text me, I'm not answering. And he said, yeah, sure, no problem. Okay. But then Monday midday comes and he starts calling me saying, this isn't working. This isn't working. I need you to come fix it. That's the voicemail that I received. Yeah. If I don't answer it, it doesn't get fixed. It doesn't get fixed, but you know, but he's capable of fixing it himself though. He's just calling me because it's easier to call me. Right? So it's easier to call you to fix it than for him to go and fix it. Yeah. Cuz he's the big boss. He's got to fit he's he's got to do something. Hey, I've been in that situation right? where I've gotten a call, I, this is broken, come and fix I, I I come and fix it right. because nobody else knew how to fix it. But that's the and thing. I would I would have to go. I'm not saying no, like, but that's what Dan. No, but that's exactly that's what Dan was saying. Yeah, right. That's what Dan was saying. Dan was just saying, okay, it falls under the fact that you know this is your responsibility, right? So if you're off or not, and you're the only person who knows how to do it, mm-hmm. but this is what something like as I as I clearly <clears throat> said to my superior, I said or supervisor, I said. Unless it's something only I can only I can fix, don't call me. And they go and they call me with full knowledge that they could fix it themselves. So what did you do? I didn't answer. Okay. Did you get fired? No, but I got in shit. Because you didn't did answer. Did you get written up? No, I got I got verbally, you know. So I got, you got what? You got told? I got nothing. I got told, but I got, got verbally I, no, but assaulted. I got, no, but I got I got yeah, I got verbally assaulted, let's call it, but I got made to feel like shit because I didn't answer the phone. Yeah. So right? this is where I'm gonna go in and be like before I even diagnose this issue, I'm gonna question you and say, Why did you walk away from your job going into a weekend saying, Hey, it's my weekend, but don't bother me? Yeah. Because that means you already know that they're going to bother you. You already yeah. know that there's a lot of shit that can and will go wrong in your absence that no one knows what the fuck to do with. I can tell you that of all the jobs that I've had, if I'm going to go off for the weekend, I'm like, hey, guys, have a nice weekend. I don't say don't bother me because I know when I walk away from my job, I've empowered other people to manage without me. Okay, I understand that. And I was fine when they called me any other time. To deal with something and I was off. If they called me and said, hey, Chris, this is happening. If I could fix it for them over the phone, I did. If I had to go in, I did. But the one time I said, listen, I need a couple of days, which are my given days off. Yeah, it backfired. I need to not be disturbed by work unless it's something that only I can fix or repair or control or have a solution for. Don't call me. And then you call me, but you're completely capable of doing the job yourself. And then I come in on my next scheduled day of work and I get reamed out saying, why didn't you answer your phone? I needed you for this. And they sent me a 
fucking dozen text messages. And I'm made to feel like shit because I didn't answer the phone. Am I in the wrong for not answering my phone? When I clearly said, don't call me unless it's something that only I can fix. In the end, I'll tell you what you have to look at in perspective. Regardless of the circumstance of why they're reaching out to you. If you are like logically looking at your phone and not answering for the whole point of proving a point that I'm not going to pick up because I already warned you. Or just putting your foot down. Putting your foot down. Then you are going to feel guilty because you feel guilty. If you really want to disconnect and you really are going to take the weekend off, then actually put your phone away and fuck off. But I needed my phone. But you know, but you don't need it. What do you really need it for? Like if you're really going to be relaxing, you're really going to be taking your time and enjoying your weekend and doing your own thing. You literally don't need to look at anything like unless you're getting harassed with like 99 text messages and 100 missed phone calls. And you're like something is something's on fire. So so, so maybe something is wrong. (laughs) Then you really shouldn't be too concerned. Like you should be detaching yourself. You're you're so connected to your job that you're going back to look at your phone in the event of something like that happening to you. Yeah. And that's that is the issue. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think if you if you took it in the perspective of if you made that a precedent and every weekend on your Sunday, Monday off, you never answered the phone or answered a text message and go in and got reamed for it. And then two weeks later, it happens again. You got reamed, you know, a little more, but not as much. That precedent has started where at one point they're going to say, okay, there's a problem. Uh, Call Chris. No, you know what? Chris is not going to answer. Okay. You know what? Let's figure it out. Let's get it done now. So if I started so the president for a small business, not- maybe that's the way to. Okay, so I started the president yeah, every, of not- everybody out there. If you're working in a small company or you're going to get a new job for a small business, like set the ground rules up front. Yeah. If you give 110, percent that's going to be expected from you from the get go. Which is why I, I always, I give always warn people, Keep especially immigrants, the bar low. Keep it low when you get started because you want to impress somebody with what your job is and your yeah. tasks and your performance. As you grow within the company, as you learn the rules, as you see who the players are that are actually performing and not performing. Because if you just perform at your utmost, how do you find yourself growing in a year if they're not training you properly? Yeah. You know how many places I've worked at that have such a poor uh, record for training employees? They just think that you're going to figure it out. And then you realize that you're only going to figure it out if you're there for five years because you've got to teach yourself everything. Yep. Like, that's not how it should be, yeah. right? But and then I've gone to places that have a real good work ethic, a real good model, a system in place, and you can be fully trained in like three months. Yeah. And everyone's performance, you can see, measured and grows accordingly. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to have a job in any place, if you overpromise and you oversell yourself and you go in like a rock star. It's always expected. It's that always rock star be- feeling that you're going to give Day one, month one, year one, whatever it is, six months in, that's that's a minimum expectation from your employer. Yeah, they're gonna want to. No, see I you understand grow that. I'm getting. I, mean, I understand that. I understand yeah. that. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just being the devil's advocate for you know the person who's you know too too shy. Well, all those people that are at home listening to this that are too shy, grow the fuck up, and understand that you're in the workforce where. It's unforgiving, and if you're not going to be able to deal with the heat from an employer, then you're going to have to go through the motions and find the right employer that fits your yeah. sensitive model of how you want to work. Because not everybody like can work for everyone. No. Right? You have to be able to – like this whole work-life balance thing that we're talking about, it's, it's a fantastic model, but there's also a, a, Reality. Fit, <laughs> a fit for people. Like You have to find the fit with your people. You can't just go and work for, you know, if you're an introvert, you can't just work for a bunch of extroverts that are expecting you to be yeah. just like them. Well, that's, I saw I saw a TikTok a while ago and it was funny because I was like, what the fuck has society come to this day where it's like, oh, you just start a new office job and they come up for your uh, uh, your annual review. No, not your annual review. What's it called? Orientation. Okay. And they're like, oh, would you like to be where the extroverts are or the introverts are? 
for for your seating for your cubicle and it's like that's like, a nice question i'm like imagine that was like no I like but imagine that question, like a, actually like yeah. i get there might be one or two companies that actually care to that <laughs> level about their employees but like imagine that was a more common thing like especially for office jobs where you're you're an introvert and you know you you have social anxiety and yada 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 mm-hmm. with with yourself that they're like okay do you want a space where people are going to be around you where you can talk to them at any time of the day or do you want to be in an office where the door's closed and no one talks your secretary to you. has to call you to say hey this person wants to talk to you in 10 minutes yeah like That'd be pretty, that'd be pretty, pretty decent. Pretty yeah, nice. I'll take the introvert. Corner. Right. I mean, I'm a fucking, I'm an extrovert to the fucking core nines, but <laughs> I'll take the fucking introvert office where nobody's going to fucking bother me. Oh, I'll jump right into that extrovert office. I want to know who the loudest people in the room. I want to, I want to know if like, I can like, <laughs> and then interview them. <laughs> Can I can I get what? like two cubicles? Can I get one with like the can I get like a cubicle no. with all the extroverts? Can't do that. But then have like a reserved like introvert one where I can like you, you just know, want to bounce time. back and forth. Yeah, depending like, on your mood. You if it's a day where I don't want to fucking talk to anybody, Chris, you work from home. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Listen, introvert days, I'll work from home and get the fucking same job done as the extrovert days. We've, no we've got a room in the basement near the cellar. <laughs> We'll give you a red stapler. There's a leak, but there's no pipes in there. <laughs> that, uh, that's, was that office that's, space? That's my stapler. <laughs> you see my stapler? In the closet. I, I, I would honestly like advise everybody, just if you're looking at work-life balance, whether you're looking for a job or currently employed, give up you need (laughs) you need to actively start your own fucking business communicate these things with your supervisor with your manager and and have it where you're coming up with a system that's going to um a system that's going to actually work for you you know what i mean be open and honest yeah well i would say everybody everybody's listening thinking what the fuck are these guys talking about (laughs) It, well, be open and honest. Honestly, we don't. But then know. also keep a lot of shit to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you, you got to give. You got to. Sorry, the way I want to want to kind of word it is, tell everybody about ninety percent of the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if it's some, like even around the office. Don't like, spill don't start it telling all. your coworkers yeah. that you've got a nanny or a housekeeper or you know a, uh, someone cuts your grass and and like. If you start telling all your coworkers all these other sh- things that you got going on, right? It's really going to look bad on you when you're like, "Oh, I got to run out," because everyone's going to be like, "Well, don't you have somebody for that?" Yeah, <laughs> you know? I got to go pick up the kids. Uh, you said you had a nanny last week. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. No, I, I give, I give work. I mean, this current job, I give it my all when I can, when I can. Where I can, when I can, not when I can, when I can. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> when I can, when I want, I can. Yeah, uh, but no, I had a job where um, I I did a good job, but I gave them eighty percent of what I was worth to them all the time. This way, on the days where I knew that the eighty percent needed to bump be bumped up to ninety five percent. They were, you know, impressed. They're like, well, this guy's fucking, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, he's great. Look at this kid. Why the fuck he's been slacking this whole time? But <laughs> I net for that Did you job. you know Chris had another speed? On that, I literally I literally overheard that once. I overheard that once. So like, well, did you, like, Chris could, like, you were pretty fucking quick today. Chris what has happened? a ludicrous speed. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, but I mean, at one point I, I literally, I never gave that job a hundred percent just because I knew that it wasn't going to be appreciated giving it a hundred percent, no matter what, it wasn't going to be appreciated. So they got 80% most days and 95 if I was feeling generous, generous, <laughs> what was that? I mean, it worked out. It's Christmas. <laughs> yeah. If you're not getting a raise at the current rate of inflation, then it's not worth giving 100%. Give, no. 
give that rate of inflation, like take that rate of inflation and deduct that from the effort that you yeah, give. If you're not getting at least 5%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no one is. No one is. No one is. So de- automatically deduct 6.8% from your effort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll justify that uh, that cost, right? Yeah. No, I so think are you are you happy now with your work life balance? Or you think you can manage like with this advice and, and talk to your therapist and 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 make sure that Doug Ford and the working for workers at, at work act? <laughs> if I if I had a therapist, yes. I don't have a therapist. It, it works for he you. He tries. He tries. So Does it hard. work for you though? The he working tries. for workers at work act? I think I think <laughs> working for workers at work act. <laughs> talking about therapists, I think everybody should have a therapist. If you don't if you legit, if you need a full time therapist or like a you know weekly session, uh, then I say go for it. There's no way I can edit that out. I get yeah no, <laughs> and get a therapist and improve on your health. If you're just a regular schmuck like me, for the most part, yeah, but you're a smart schmuck. Uh, uh, I'm an intelligent schmuck. Okay, okay, I wouldn't go smart. I would say intelligent. I thought intelligent was okay. higher Define grade. Define intelligence smart. or smarts. Uh, fuck, you got me there. <laughs> I say smart is more general. Okay, yeah, no, I'm more of a smart schmuck, not an intelligent schmuck. Okay. A smart, per- a smart person has a general understanding of a lot of things. More like a smart ass. Yeah, I would say intelligent. So it's more, be smart more is like, more genetics. No, intelligence is I'd genetics. I'd say intelligence would be more about it, more genetics. How much you've absorbed. And smart is how much you absorbed. Because, I mean, if you're intelligent. I don't know. I think the like, opposite. I feel stupider for, uh, like, having to listen to this debate. <laughs> Me trying to figure it out. I just went down a peg. I just went down a is peg. Is Chris smarter or more intelligent? Mm, jury's out on that. <laughs> jury's fucking out on that. But and as I was saying, in any event. Before Joe so rudely distracted me. Sorry. If you're just a regular guy, somewhat like me. <laughs> somewhat. You know, I, I would think that it's in everyone's best interest to have a therapist at some point. You know, even if you go, you know, three times a year, four times a year, just to go and get your shit out and, you know, get your shit in check. Regardless of if you think you need it or not, I really think that it'd be a good idea for people. I couldn't do it. Go see a therapist. No? No. You then? Um, I could do it. I think it's something that uh, that shouldn't be frowned upon or looked at as a sign of weakness or anything like that. I think that ha- having to, to or even wanting to speak with a therapist is a a benefit it's you know something that people can't find in let's say a friendship or a mentor or a parent and they need to have that kind of third party non-judgy you know uh, uncritical bias uh opinion which really most therapists are just like a mirror and a soundboard and they just kind of um, ask you questions that make you just think about all the shit that you're saying yourself anyways. And how did that make you feel? Right. So I, th- I think there's a value to that that is really, really critical and important for people to have it, uh, as an experience. Uh, more so now, I think, than ever before. With the world, I agree. The world is changing way too fast. And I don't think that uh, people's emotions are able to catch up. Yeah. And uh, it's becoming really really evident that mentally like humans right now are just suffering emotionally oh, 100%. and the disconnect that we have with each other because of technology is just making it even harder for people to communicate which is forcing us to have to overthink our own problems well, I- without having an outlet so a therapist to me is a really good thing now if you have those um opportunities to have friends to have family to have uh, anyone that you can talk to, like I said, a mentor, where that you can go to, you're doing a therapy session. You just don't realize it. Yeah, right? I hear you on that. You know, even if it's like I'm gonna go and play a sport and hang out with my friends and let all my frustrations by you know hitting some balls at a batting cage, you know, swinging a golf club, whatever might be the case. There's there's therapy for people. There's that's therapeutic. 
Yeah. It could be art. It could be dance. It could be, you know, martial arts, whatever it is. Uh, I hear you on that. So no, but I'm, I'm you have talking, to find what that is for I'm, you. I'm talking about seeing an actual licensed therapist, though. Like, I'm just saying that that is good, and other there's other solutions for people. Yeah, there's not a, there's not a cookie sense. cutter solution for no, the there world. isn't. But I think what you said, what you touched upon too, it's twofold with with communication and technology that we have right now. Yeah, it's very easy to communicate with anybody and everybody that you want to, mm-hmm. but yet it's we are the most disconnected. But yeah, it's just as hard because you can have superficial connections coming out of your fucking ass and nostrils and ears and mouth and eyes and everything yeah but how many of them are you know genuine legitimate connections the worst is like when i'm talking to like teenagers and adolescents and they're like oh i didn't get your phone call i don't even know what happened it's like no i'm pretty sure you got it Everyone knows how a phone works. Yeah. You know how a screen will work and it'll show you a missed call. It'll vibrate. Yeah. It'll remind you. All those things work on everybody's phone. It's yeah. kind of standard. So yeah. you can't just pretend like you didn't get a message. You didn't see a text. What the yeah. fuck? I can, I can make, I can receive calls on this thing? No. You know what that makes? If I, I think My it was TikTok a, machine? It was, uh, it was, it was funny. There I was a, a lot of tech lies. It's really annoying. Yeah. It was a fucking comedian who said it once and he was making a, I think this is one of his bits where like, you know how you have like, you'll send that text message to that person who say, Hey, call me. And then you call them and then they don't answer. And they, they literally just sent you a message like two minutes ago and you just <laughs> called them. Yeah. It's like, what do they do? Do they take their phone, send that message and then fucking chuck it across the street? And I, was, I just I heard that. And I was like, it reminds me of at least like five people that I know that. Maybe do they that just don't understand now. what that feature is. Yeah, the phone. Funny. My the warning. Phone. My warning to everybody. The phone app. Is that when I hang around with everybody that I know. Every hundred percent of every person that I know when I'm with them has their phone within their arm's reach. Yeah. There is absolutely no reason for someone to say that I didn't see it or I didn't get it or I don't I don't I even literally have, have no fucking excuse because I have an Apple watch that's on me all the time. <laughs> I don't have an excuse. I people just are making up lies because of convenience. They just yeah. don't want to be bothered. But I do have and to say, and it's like just be honest and be like, "Hey, I was busy and I didn't want to talk to you then, and I'm free now and I can talk no, to you now." No, I've actually respectfully, I'll take that over. Like, I'm sorry, but I didn't even realize that you had texted me. No, I, uh, I uh, let me see if my phone is broken. I don't understand. I maybe my Wi-Fi. Is turned off and it's affecting my signal and I'm not oh, able I'm to get. Oh, I'm in a bad service. Uh, my, so. uh, I don't know what's going on here. No, I actually I have I have said to a person before where they messaged me and I saw the message and I responded like three hours later and I said I said listen I saw your message I acknowledged your message but I thought that I typed out a response and hit send, but I only did that in my head because I was in the middle of doing something. So I apologize. I've actually written out responses to people, but I get interrupted and I don't press that. I've done that. You know what? That happens. I've done that to Charles so many times. <laughs> and I'll so go back I'll go back to the text times. box and it's still there as a draft. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Son shit. of a yeah. bitch. I literally, he sent me it. Why isn't this guy responding to me? I go back. Oh, wait. I didn't say anything. He sent me it. He now, sent me a text. Am I going to have to say I didn't send it or am I going to have to say I didn't see your, <laughs> I didn't see your I'm message? I'm just getting this now. He literally, he sent me <laughs> a text message. What the fuck's wrong with my Wi-Fi? I just got out of a cave. <laughs> he sent me a text. I thought I responded. I typed it out. I didn't hit send. I left it. I was like, oh, I guess he's busy. I'll talk to him later. Waiting for his response. And then the next day, he sends me another text message saying, hey, are you okay? And I literally saw that text box full of my response. (laughs) I left that there. I hit return a couple of times. And I said, this is what I was supposed to send. I forgot to press the send button. (laughs) And he was just like, I'm not surprised. I've actually screenshotted my uh, text box with my text in there unsent. Yeah. So that I can prove that I, I wrote this. Yeah. And this is how it looked like when I went back to respond to you. 
Oh, my apologies. Too bad that that doesn't have a timestamp. No. Hey, no. Look, I wrote this out three hours ago. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Any event, everybody on on the serious side, um, know what you are worth to yourself and to your employer. Educate yourself on the labor laws. I'm pretty sure there's a website for that. You'll see it in the description. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and also, um, you know, take care of yourself. Body, mind, spirit, and, you know. Hair. Take it easy. And if you need help finding these uh, links for all the labor laws in your specific <laughs> province or state, please feel free to DM Chris on his days off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might respond. I might not. not Saturday, on. Sundays, and every third Monday. <laughs> Fuck you all. I don't have any days off in the winter. I'm on fight, phone call. Fight for your rights, Chris. To party. For whatever you need. Well, cheers, motherfuckers. Peace out, motherfuckers. It's been a good show. Thank Ciao. Bye. Random Talk Garage, a Bravo Cast Network production. Hosted, directed, and produced by Dan, Chris, and Joe. Test, test, motherfucker.